Hey, y'all, I'm Jimmy Carroll, and you probably know me from MTV's longest-running show, The Challenge. Buckle up and get ready for this unfiltered podcast because I'm covering everything from my time on MTV to pop culture to what happens when you stop being polite and start getting real. Listen to Just Jim wherever you get your podcast. I'm so excited for our guest today. I mean, I know we don't normally start talking about things like oh, that. Oh, well, this one's a good one. This is like a really hot... You really delivered. You really delivered. Thanks, Rana. Yeah. This yeah. is someone who I've known for a while. I mean, known for a while, and she's just risen and risen and risen through the ranks. And she's also very smart, which I knew you'd appreciate. So. Yeah. And I just watched a documentary on Netflix last night, and I thought it was terrific. I mean, I still have to watch it. I can't wait to see it. Speaking of delivering on things. (gasps) Yes, yes. I I haven't heard much from you on the latest delivery to the carriage house. (sighs) For those of you who don't know, you need to go on the Ask Rana right now and truly put a half-melted Dove chocolate in your mouth. Let it... (laughs) completely soothe your mouth, have a cup of hot tea ready and watch Rana unbox the Heston fantasy that she has created for me. Rana gave me a box of, what was it? Sheets, Rana? It was a robe. Yeah. It was a little um, first aid kit. Yeah. The robe was the real showstopper. But the, the first aid kit was so cute. So it made, cute. It made me sad that you were not really going on planes anymore. Cause it I know like it made me fun, miss. Fun little thing to have. I miss travel sizes. I'll be honest with you. I do too. I really, I, I to, love a travel size more than anything. Yeah. That used to be one of my great victories was that I would. And in fact, our giveaway this week is the Lanza skincare starter kit. It sure is. And. One of the reasons I ever purchased it in the first place is because it's the travel size. But for a long time, he would only make the travel size in the regular method, not in the sensitive. And I kept saying to him, Harold, come on. What are we doing here? Sensitive people go on planes too. (laughs) And so finally they're making it. And so it coincidentally, it's also the status size, but it's really a travel kit. So I picked one up for myself, of course. Ronna, we all now going nowhere. Now I'm wondering, though, when we can travel again, if I moved to Beverly Hills, would you stay with me then? Because then you could just walk to all these people, Lancer and Heston and all this stuff. What do you want to live in Beverly Hills for? Because then maybe you'd stay with me when you came to town. But I mean, Beverly, does anyone really want to live in Beverly Hills? Not really, honestly. I mean, why live in Beverly Hills when you could live in Bel Air? Oh, I wasn't thinking that, but sure. Really? Is that the thing? Is Bel Air considered nicer? Oh, considered. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. Belly is exclusive. Rana, you know my own town better than I do. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather, I just would rather live in Belly than, I mean, Beverly Hills is nice. Of course it's nice. And it's convenient. You can go down into the town and all of that. Do they have condos in Bel Air? The air is a little bit more rarefied. I don't know if there's a condo association in Bel Air, Brian. (laughs) Because I probably couldn't afford a two bedroom like I have now, but maybe I could get like a one bed. I'll sleep on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Or I could just stay at the Hotel Bel Air and you could come visit me. Right. Okay. 
Yeah, that sounds nice. Well, you know, they have beautiful swans. They, they have a sort of swan moat. Sure, they have the, and, so Lisa Vanderpump ripped that right off of the Hotel Bel Air. She, she's, she's a little bit of a ripoff artist. Yeah. I mean, she's inter- it's interesting to me because I can't even imagine. Those doors at Villa Rosa drive me crazy. Those front, oh, those glass those, front doors. I know, doors. it looks like you're going into a restaurant. Yeah, or the lobby of a skyscraper or something. Exactly. I can't believe there's not a turnstile. (laughs) Rana, I wanted to ask you, I love the sheets. They're so nice. Your video was truly beautiful. But the robe, Uh, you like the way the robe felt against your skin? I love the way, I mean, it truly, I I hate to tell you, Rana, like this is not the direction I wanted to go in. Yeah. Oh boy. I feel more naked in the robe than I do when I'm actually naked because it just feels like I'm in my own skin. I, I, I think I actually think I understand what you mean. I feel like this is me. When you you're wearing I mean? a robe, you I'm sort the bearded of lady in there's the nothing under here. Exactly. As opposed to when you have no clothes on, you're just walking around to try and find your underwear to put on. Yeah. You feel a little bit vulnerable. Yeah. Or you, th- or not, you don't feel sensual. Yeah. But in a robe, you think there's something lovely touching your skin, and you know that you and you know that you're naked under. It, it is so luxurious. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I can't believe how lucky I am, and especially that it's not a loner like some of the other stuff. And I also just wanted to ask you something. <laughs> you're talking about the frette uh, robes that I just have for when visitors come in the sauna. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's better than that. Lona. Lona. And, and I have I'm not to say, running I, a spa, Brian. No, I I'm know. Not I have to be honest with you. Actually, running a spa. No, but this was a gift. I, I would say the last things you got me were like a token of your appreciation, the towels and stuff. They well, were, that's true. I was not thinking you would take the towels with you when you go home. No. The okay. Robe, the robe you're welcome to take when you go home. I uh, thank you. I, I think I will. Yeah. I mean, I know I will. But if I you also ever, just, if you ever go home. Honestly, I don't see why I would. I've sort of got everything <laughs> set in my new life here. Well, when Hollywood starts up again, you're going to have to go. We'll see. Wait a minute. What? We have not talked about 911 from Ryan, last what's week. What's to talk about that? The, the, the season finale was last night, and you can see all the episodes on Hulu for but season I, three. So I will, I, obviously, we're not recording this the minute before it comes out. Ronnie, you're but, amazing. So I have seen the penultimate episode, but I, I have not seen the finale. Fan. I might, I, I hope I'm not, because my guess is you have tons of tons more fans. But. I, I, in other words, I don't believe I'm your biggest fan because well, I can't imagine that you don't have a billion fans. You are so great on this show, and they've really incorporated you. It's I mean, you're nice. really part of the game. I'm really enjoying it. And, Rana, I have to say, your unending support for me in my nudity and on television is seems to be limitless As and for that reason i i do want to i do want to make sure in this I, gift yeah. yeah oh so you're just gonna blow right by 911 well no i'm th- thank you it's been uh, truly i never fabulous it really when i was a kid i never ever thought i would be like on a tv drama like doing stuff like that and it's I it's mean, a real pinch me moment i've been having a ton of fun all right so anyway you like what you have in the carriage house i like it i just i just was curious if like um we should probably I mean, move on to these No, 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 I know, but I just wanted to make sure oh, that we have a fabulous letter. Yeah, 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 but I just want to yeah. make sure that um are they the same? I was just curious cuz a friend was asking or asked me to ask you, I guess. Are they the same sheets you have? The Heston sheets that you gave me are they the same ones you sleep on? Uh, yeah. I just want to make sure that like you're sort of everything's equitable or you know, I don't I didn't know. So I was just curious like what you're sleeping on. And my friend didn't know. 
Who's your friend? No, just someone said, well, you should ask her, you know, and so I was just curious. And your friend is doesn't happen to be a, a bird who's about 18 inches high, is it? I can't talk about that, Rona. <laughs> I was it wasn't, sworn to secrecy. It wasn't your bird who said, you You opened the sheets package and you said, these are gorgeous, I love these. Well, I think then, I thought about them too much. And then your bird had a cup of coffee on your shoulder, was holding a little mini cup of coffee and said, swirled it and said, yeah, they're nice, but... Are they the same ones she's sleeping on? I'm just curious. Rana, I have to tell you, even though that bird <laughs> is not in the carriage house, it is in the carriage house. Yeah. And all that happened well, that was- Well, uh, you're like a pirate. Your bird goes with you everywhere you go. All of a sudden, I opened that box and I was so overwhelmed with gratitude and astounded by the beauty of it. And then my next thought was like, well, what she got and what she trying to say to me here? What don't I have? What level am I? Yeah, so anyway, so we just... And the answer is a lower level. You're a lower level? No, you're a lower level. In terms of housewares. I just feel like in the effort to keep me happy... Yeah. And to keep us feeling like on the same page... Yeah. Because we basically are twins at this point. I just think, I wondered if like... (laughs) Next time... I don't know what that means. Next time you give give me a gift, just like... Think about what you'd give yourself, because that's really biblical. Brian, ever, yeah. oh, do unto others as you would have done unto yourself. You've well, taught yes. me. You've taught me so much about the Bible and our time together. That's your New parents, Testament. Your, your parents would be so proud. Uh, did you see Cola Scola did a joke called a joke sitcom called Jessica Christ? No, but Cola Scola is probably the funniest person he, in the world. He is so funny. Hysterical. He did we got to get him on. I'd love to. Coming to yeah. NBC this fall, Jessica Christ. And she oh, said, yes. and, and someone said, as in, and she said, yeah, he's my grandfather. But he's kind of a jerk. It was so funny. He's uh, something else. The answer is, I have the Heston sheets. I have the Heston's linen sheets, which I purchased for myself. I usually use a Mateo linen sheet. M-A-T-T-E-O, which I highly recommend to people. So I'm trying the Heston's Linen for the first time this season. So I can't say with confidence that you're going to love it. But I've loved all the other sheets. So we're just, in this, in some way we are on equal footing here because we're trying this at the same time. Great. Oh, that's fine. But you know, as long as you're mentioning this, Yadvina mentioned to me. No. That there was, I had bought six Fresh towels for the carriage house. Yeah, and you she know what? I have to the, be honest with you. You didn't get your money's only, worth. She said there's only five now that she's been doing the lawn and she can't find the sixth one. Now, Rana, that's of what the, I'm saying. There is a the trespasser. Sheets. Someone's oh, coming trans- in and doing things because I have to. T- I'm not kidding. Yes. And they're stealing because all, all I know is, first of all, let's be honest. They were okay, those towels. And... Second of all, they—I they, mm-hmm. have to be honest with you—they're not. Um, what do you call it? Scotch guarded. They don't have any sort of, you know, like stain some, proof. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not. Just so you know. So, you know, if, if for some reason you have a wild night and and um, you accidentally put sriracha and red wine and it's you're dancing around pretending risky business or whatever and then you <laughs> put the towel up on your head like like your Carmen Miranda and you're kind of dancing around um and you're eating you know Korean barbecue I'm just telling you it's a it's a non-starter with those towels and they, so they, they can't they, they didn't pass the Carmen Miranda barbecue test have you ever seen me? a hefty commercial 
<laughs> so these didn't. These would never have passed that test. I understand. So what you're saying is one of them's been thrown out. I didn't throw it out. She did. Fascinating. Well, yeah. in fa- in fairness to you, I don't like what I'm hearing, but in fairness to you, Yadvina should be able to get that stain out. I will. That's say what that. I t- I was yeah. practically screaming that at her. But Clorox is a little hard to come by when you drink when you have to drink it in order to keep coronavirus at bay. Exactly. I still can't believe we didn't do those cups. Pour yourself a glass of Clorox. You I know they would have been they would have been in the Who Hall knew of Presidents. Yeah, you and Tr- you it would have been in the Smithsonian. Who knew that you and Trump had so much in common? How dare okay. you? All right, we have a letter here. Oh my God, do we have a letter? Yeah. All right, Rana. This is this is actually. You know what? This is really a compliment wrapped up in an insult, but wrapped up in something sort of fabulous, I think. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Shumai, Rana and Brian. Oh. I adore you both so much. Proud Ship and Dip member here. Rana, I've had the great pl- privilege of seeing your seminars at Soho Theater. You gave me Francis for Coppola's wine at SF Sketchfest, and I was privileged enough to see you at Throwing Shade at SF Sketchfest. You've been in my life for the majority of a decade, if not more. You even advised me and my boyfriend Paul to move here when we got headhunted when we were living in San Francisco. I, I feel didn't as- do a Throwing Shade SF Sketchfest. No, you did. Two years ago, you did. I did? Yeah. You did it with us, not last year, but the year before. At Sketchfest? Oh, it might not have been sketched, but you did a San Francisco show with us. I thought we just did a San Francisco You're show. You're right. You are right. Yeah. I stand okay. corrected. All right. No, you don't stand corrected. He stands corrected. That's right. Yeah. Shame on him. Keep you, going. You even in, okay. I feel as though I would be doing you a great disservice if I did not inform you about recent developments that are happening. But I do remember how much fun we had doing that oh, San Francisco so show. Because remember, we went for dim sum before. We went to, uh, we went to Young uh, C. Young C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Young Sing, so sorry. Young Sing. Sing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was so fabulous. Good. That was Delicious. my first time I ever did an Instagram story. You're kidding. No. We did it together. Okay, go on. So. Um, I love doing live shows with you, Rhonda. Nothing's more fun. I truly. know it's such a blast. It really is. I miss I the end. I miss the end. When I was watching Trixie's, I have to say, when I was watching Trixie's documentary last night, it was reminding me how I miss the energy of the audience. Yeah. I, do I don't too. miss schlepping from one dump to a ne- to the next. But Nor I do, do the, I. But I do miss the energy of the audience. The actual audience. I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I would be doing you a great disservice if I did not inform you about recent developments that are happening as a consequence of your podcast with Adam Buxton. Oh. It breaks my heart to say this, but I thought I would be doing a disservice, he says it again, to my two favorite people if I didn't give you a heads up. Huh. Wales is, all caps, furious. I am Welsh myself and did not take offense to your comments regarding South Wales being an extension of England, as I know how well-traveled you are and know your notoriety and tremendous fame in the UK that I have had the privilege of witnessing firsthand. However, a good friend of mine is a prominent and loved MP, and by the way, then in parentheses put Member of Parliament, as if even I know that. So insulting. Is an MP for Plaid Cymru. I looked these up and and has encouraged people to get on board with everything you release is a matter of absolute necessity. However, I still think he's free feed. 
still exciting that an MP is recommending our show. Yeah. He face he FaceTimed me immediately after the episode aired, and I was in an absolute tizzy hearing Rana refer to South Wales as an extension of England. I tried to explain to him that most people don't know the atrocities the English have forced upon our Celtic nation. However, he was not in a rational state of mind to hear any form of rationale from a sympathizer. What makes matters worse is that he's been actively encouraging his colleagues and friends to listen to all things Ron and Brian for the longest time. Members of his office office are not happy. Multiple complaints. And he represents a good majority of the area that you referred to. T-O-O, Rana. In his words, they no. are... Oh, referred yeah. to T-O-O? You referred to T-O-O. Yeah, so we can't trust anything this guy says. In his words, they are outraged. I personally feel he should relax and not be so hypersensitive. When in our personal conversations, we say the most horrific things as a matter of ordinary talk. I guess the overall question is, how can you respectfully tell a friend to get off their high horse and not be so fixated on the minutia? By the way, I could have absolutely answered the question via Patreon, but I wanted to let my lovely but cheap friend know what time it is my in God. regards to this query. I adore you both and hope the majority of Wales feels your love Ich d the Liam. Ich d Liam. What are we going to do, Brian? Okay. Yeah, the first I thing I want to say is Liam's a little bit of a tricky character. We don't know. What he's doing is what a lot of people do is he's trying to get us to do his dirty work for him. He's fire starting. So he sent us this letter knowing his friend would hear the, hear the letter. Sure. And we hope in his heart of hearts what he really wanted was the friend to hear our apology, which is to say, we're sorry if we offended the people of Wales. Of course I am. There's nothing like the Welsh countryside. I've been to Hayon. Why? That's what everyone says. It's absolutely gorgeous. If they have an inferiority complex or a little bit of an issue about their relationship with England, they should really take that up with them. With the English. Yeah. But in the meantime... I want to apologize for saying that South Wales was an extension of England. It is its own territory. It is its own place. I watched Gavin and Stacey just like everybody else. Okay. You're a charming people. You have a charming language. And of course, if we've offended anyone, perhaps the MP would be willing to make an official statement for us to his base to say we are so sorry, and that we deeply appreciate the support that we've been getting coming out of that area. No kidding. And also, Rana, I really did try hard to do those words right. Brian did a beautiful job (laughs) researching the Welsh so that he could say it correctly so that you could see the effort that we're making. There is effort. I'm I'm really so sorry. And and also, um, that's kind of cool that an MP is listening to the show, Rana. Yeah, though, you know. How much influence does he have? I don't know, but I hope quite a bit. Yeah. I'd like, yeah, but I have to also say, I mean, that is very impressive that he's an MP. I mean, all jokes jokes aside, that's very impressive. Yeah. But I have to say that Liam wrote in saying he basically wanting us to tell off his friend to tell him not to be so sensitive. Yeah. That was his question was, how do you tell someone? Well, we're, we just did it. But I think we should give our advice to the MP and say, what are you doing with a troublemaker friend like Liam? He's a pot stirrer, that Liam. What kind of a stirrer would send a letter to a podcast that he knows that you listen to and call you cheap? I mean, trouble, trouble, trouble. 
So Absolutely. I think I think Liam thought we were going to be on his side, but I think I'm on the MP side with this. I think so too. The listen, the MP didn't appreciate it and was honest about it, and then Liam is saying, "How do I get this idiot to relax?" Though in fairness to Liam, of course, people say th- people say things in casual conversation, and yeah. you can either. And if you want to throw the whole baby out with the bathwater, that's up to you. If you if the MP doesn't want to listen to our show anymore, there's nothing we can do about it. And by the but, way, have you heard Rana talk about Canada? I mean, they're the ones who really should be offended. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Everyone knows how I feel about the Canadians <laughs> hiding up there. Yeah, must be nice. Must be nice. Uh, in any event, we're sorry. Liam, you're a troublemaker, but thank you for bringing it to our attention so that we could apologize to the people of Wales. We hope you'll keep listening. And we, how about this? We will guarantee when we get back in business and we're doing our live show tour. I can't wait. We, we will come to Cardiff or the, yes! city, the city of your choice. If you can guarantee us an audience of, I don't know, 300 people. Sure, I'm We in. will come to Cardiff or, or the city of your choice and we will perform at the theater of your choice. How does that sound? Oh my and God, we will I'm so apologize bad. in person. Absolutely. And it literally in person. We want that MP on the stage to hear our apology. 100%. And if yep. Liam makes it, he makes it. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But the MP will get free tickets and Liam might have to buy his. Liam, you overplayed your hand. And if the MP wants to write to us, maybe we'll send him an Icons t-shirt to make up for it. Oh, why wouldn't we? That's a great idea. Askrana at gmail.com. If the MP is really listening, write to us and let us know. Okay, listen, we've got to move on because we've got a guest. Do you want to do do. a couple of very quick comments and then we've got to move on? Susie GCG gives five stars. The title of the review is The Joy You Need Now. She writes... Proud Carriage House member here. When this quarantine is over, I'm going to learn to figure skate so I can perform the routine that I dream of whenever I hear the Ask Rana theme song. Like a (laughs) well-choreographed long program, this show has all the elements in proper balance. Hilarity, irreverence, sincerity, and wisdom. Subscribe and let Rana and Brian triple sow cow into your heart. That's really clever. What a review. I love that. You know I love figure skating. I love figure skating. Ugh. So do I. Oh, I love it. It's my favorite. I love watching figure skating, yeah. Do you know the most watched sporting event ever is still the long program that Nancy Kerrigan and Tanya Harding skated in? It's still the most watched sporting event ever. I did not know that, but did you ever watch the documentary? It was, I think, an ESPN 30 for 30 30 30. with Tanya That's the only 30 for 30 I've ever seen. It's terrific. (laughs) The Price of Gold. Oh, it's very good. It really is. Way better uh, than the movie was. Yeah, I kind of liked the movie though. But yeah, 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 the movie was okay, but there were a lot of good performances. But the thirty, but they sort 30, of pulled the wool over everyone's eyes at the end by being like, she didn't do anything wrong. That's not true. She did some things wrong. Maybe not the ultimate thing, but she did a few things wrong. And if you can watch the real Tanya Hatting tell her story, that's the thing to do. That's the thing to do. Yeah. Okay. User. Okay. Username MJSPDX. It must be from Portland. The title of their review is Ginger Vitus Gangs All Here. Okay. First, I have to apologize for whatever my username is. I haven't left a review for anything since about 2008, but I love this podcast so much I had to break away from Stitcher in order to leave a review. I've been screaming at family, friends, and the people leaving the dog poo bags in my refuse bin that this is what we need more than ever. Rana's advice, like her skin, is impeccable, and Brian is everything you could hope for, plus more. Funny, sincere, yet firm. 
They're the fourth grade teacher I was desperately trying to get the attention of, but was always <laughs> looked over due to my inability to learn to spell definitely. Still don't know. Sorry. In regards to the insane subject line, this is what I always used to sing when I was nine to Madonna's Vogue. Oh. Gingivitis gang's all here. Gingivitis. Instead of Ginger Rogers, dance on air. Gingivitis, Gingivitis gang's, gang's all here. All here. <laughs> kiss, kiss. Those are fabulous. Terrific. What, and also, I just want to remind everyone that uh, we've got the Patreon, our Carriage House membership, five bucks. We've got the sauna privileges for $10 that gets you the video experience. And the body parts. People, and the body please. Parts. And don't think, don't think we don't want you to rate us and review us on iTunes still, because we do. Okay. Correct. Five stars, five stars only. Please, ra- it does make a huge difference, really, to people finding the podcast. So we're not just asking because we like to be flattered. We're asking because it helps the show. I and if also, you're looking for a way to help the show that's free, that's one right there. I also want to yeah. say our book this month is not uh, The Rocks. It's uh, Beautiful Ruins by Jessica Walter. Uh, Jess no, Walter. No, Jess not Walter. Jessica. Not the actor, son of Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> not Lucille Bluth. By Jess Walter. Which don't feel like you've been left behind. Honestly, I still have to order it. Have you, do you have it yet, Ronna? Because I'd like to get it for you. It's a, no, it's arriving here tomorrow. So oh, I have to, I haven't started it either. Okay, so, so everyone, yeah. jump on the beautiful ruins by Jess Walter. You can yeah d- find that however you like. And what do you think, Ronna? Should we start the show? I think we better. We have a fabulous guest. <sighs> we better get to it. She's probably probably shaking in her uh, in her heels right now. She might in a be. hot pink lipstick. She's okay. met her match. Let's get to it. Attention, Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something. You can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. Rana. Oh, wait a minute. Now, this is your get. We've never had a chart topper, first of all. We've never had a a heat seeker, as they say in the biz. I don't think we've (laughs) ever had a recording artist. We've never had a recording artist. We've never had a recording artist who also has a documentary called Moving Parts. Which I watched we've last never night. Ha- Excuse fabulous. me. Yeah, we've never it had wonderful. A, we've never had a winner of RuPaul's Track Race. We've never had the co-host of a show on Vice called the Trixie and Katya Show. We've never had, have we had any any sort of uh, YouTube anybody? We haven't. I was going to say, how about a YouTube star? Have we ever had a YouTube star? We've never had a YouTube star. The one and only... Trixie Mattel. And you know what? You've never had any of those. And why start now? (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here. What if she just said, why start now and hung up my part of the call? Well, you know, you uh, never know how it's going to go. And why start now? None of the, just none of those things none of those things are remotely appealing to me and why nope. is that now yeah now, nope. Trixie you Trick, I can't believe I mean I'm bowled over here 
book because really Rana am. didn't know. She she just isn't attuned to the world of drag. Her son is very attuned to it. But when I said Trixie Mattel, she looked you up and she was like, how's this not going to happen? I said, well, she's I got have- stuff going on. You know, she's yeah. got side businesses. She's got, you know, she's got a resort in the Caicos. She's got, she's got apartment buildings in Arizona. She's, she's got right. a lot of different projects. She's not she, sitting on her laurels. She's, she's right here. Isn't. She's That's right here. Yeah. And I she's will, got this story about. I will yeah. tell you this. My son, Jordan, who's fabulous, Tisch School yeah. for the Ads at NYU. He's in the Hamptons right very now. Very talented director. Quarantining in the Hamptons yeah. at the moment with my very good friend, Elaine Goodman. As in, As in Berg- Bergdorf. Bergdorf, excuse me, which if the quarantine wasn't bad enough, Padme, she's having a little trouble because, well. Well, the department the tr- stores are going under, Rana. But the truth is they sold Girl. years ago. The truth is they sold years ago. So that, everyone's- I was no- just going to say, it's a it, ticking time bomb. They sold to Neiman They can blame ago. Corona, but. No. Yeah, there was bad, in, bad, bad business partners. In any event, Jordan is a huge- fan of yours. And I mean, he could potentially be on the show one day on any of your shows. Fan. He's a huge Drag Race fan. Huge. Oh, how old is yeah. he? He's like 20, right, Rana? 21? He's 21. He's That's 21. Kind of a hot spot. Like 15 yeah. to 24, anybody and, in the middle there. You yeah. Know, he's just, he's an artist. And so he, yes. when he wreck it, when he sees, when like When he sees someone like right. him, absolutely, Rana. Game exactly. recognizes game. Exactly. We see each other. He says, well, I mean, because listen, Trixie, okay, I watched your documentary last night. And if it wasn't enough to watch your doll videos on YouTube, and then you, now I'm watching this on YouTube, and, and now you're watching me do that on YouTube. I mean, you've got a million shows. A million. All, I mean, and you're so quick and you're so smart. Trixie but- is a business woman. You, like she's running things. But I think that I'm most, the thing I'm most impressed with is the aesthetic. Oh, thank you. That you just know, you know what you like, and you know how to synthesize a little bit of nostalgia and a little bit of glamour and somehow make it fresh and new altogether. I think all drag queens, well, not all drag queens are like that. I think the, Well, not, not all. Not, not all. all. My, that's like there when you hear some, celebrities There tell was s- some messes in that, and they bless <laughs> all of their hats, <laughs> sweethearts, but my God, comb your wig, dear. Comb your wig. Just get Girl, it organized. Get it organized. Brush your wig. Brush your wig. What were you saying? There's some celebrities you. who what? Oh, there's so many celebrities. Like, I think drag queens are eccentric in the sense of, like, we're afforded a certain amount of, like, vanity as far as, like, um, knowing what works for us and what doesn't. I feel but, like if you're a drag queen, a, you... S- but it's a brand. When you choose your, sh- your name and your show, etc. And, of course, it can evolve and it can be many things, much like Bobby, of course. Because sure. Bobby's Bobby, and then she's Malibu Bobby, and then she's Western Bobby with the wink, and then she's this one and that one. But she's oh my still god, you did watch my videos. <laughs> she's still Bobby. She's still B A R B I E. You know, Bobby Kennedy. Yeah, she's really for me. She was a great choice as like a young, I mean, eighteen-year-old cross-dressing because I didn't know how to dress a man, let alone a woman. So to have like five decades long sort of like a rubric of what color palettes and silhouettes work. Yeah. It was well, like. Well, silhouettes when you're six foot two. Yeah. Totally. I mean, you're built like a baby doll when you, you put, know, it, all, originally when you put the, um, it all together. Yeah. I'm very fortunate to be pretty tall because that helps stretch everything out. Uh, I was the original working name for moving parts on Netflix was um, Trixie Mattel six foot two. Like Gaga's five foot two. 
Oh, Again. sure. Yeah. And then we yeah. eventually changed it. But I know, but it's your own thing. I like moving pets better. I thought it was very, I, I absolutely loved it. I thought it was very moving. And maybe someday when this is all over, we'll have a cocktail outside of quarantine. And I have a few, stu- I have a few questions I want to ask. Trixie. Well, thank you. Trixie. But in the, but in the meantime, have, we sorry, have some Brian. advice. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So people write in with questions. Yeah. We all... Ron and I will read them, and then we will all answer them to the best of our abilities. No one here is an expert. We just talk about our life experiences and what comes from I'd love it. to hear you guys say anything. You know, I listen to Oscars podcast, even though I didn't see one of those movies. <laughs> and I was listening. I would get I'm opinionated trying to think either if you way. Missed I'm like, anything. she's right. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find she out will, that she... Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much the answer all the time. <laughs> she, is, she is right. In my house, opinionated about movies I haven't seen. I'm like, sing it, girl. Preach. <laughs> Now, our first question is very long. It's very buckle okay. in. But it's got a lot of twists and turns. It certainly does. So, shall I read it or do you want to read it, Brian? Please. Hi, Rana and Brian and guests. That's I don't know why Trixie. plural. I don't know why we're having plural. I guess the, the, they're well, allowing. Well, because we have Brian they and them. Yeah. They're, they allow, they're allowing for the duality. Yep. Yes. Last year, one of my good friends started her own health and wellness business. Her educational background is in kinesiology slash fitness training. So this transition seemed to make sense. It wasn't long before I learned that her new health and wellness business was selling products for a multi-level marketing company, a.k.a. an MLM. I knew that was coming. A.k.a. a pyramid scheme. I'm a woman in my early... I mean, you you can't pull off your hoops, so you pulled off your earphones. Is that That's what That's right. Yeah. I'm a what woman What if I just my- lifted up my hand and started snapping off acrylics? <laughs> you need to get a fell. Go on. <laughs> I'm a woman in my early 30s from the Midwest, though I live on the West Coast now, so I'm very familiar Same. with... With all sorts of MLMs. My mom sold several as I was growing up. I also know that they're big old scams, and I was pretty horrified to learn that one of my friends had fallen for one. This friend no longer lives in the same city as myself, and I'm mutual friends. You'll notice people try very hard to do their grammar well and often do it, often overcorrect, because they're concerned about what I'm going to think about them. But in any event, when I've tried to explain to them, I'm never going to think much of you. So... (laughs) Just write in, just write in your own style and get like, it. Like, let's see, you're an idiot, but you did say whom. <laughs> you know, like that's going to be your reaction. <laughs> We've all collectively noticed a difference in her personality as well in her, as in her social media presence. And while we all find it slightly annoying, we've mostly we've mostly been on the live and let live train. We all love her and know she has a big hat, and we've been trusting this is just an experience that she has to figure out for herself. If this were the end to the story, I wouldn't be writing to you. Excellent. Here comes a twist. First of all, is Danielle Steele really popped off when she wrote you this? <laughs> she's got like a she's got a start, a middle, like she's really building. She's got the whole thing. Yes, yesterday. So now we're in the current. Now we're in the present day. Yesterday, one of our mutual friends told me that she'd had a strange conversation with that LML Emma over the past weekend. She said that the conversation started normally enough, and then eventually the subject got on the strange compar- onto strange conspiracy theories. She said, <laughs> she said uh, ML Emma mentioned that she had started researching the Illuminati, which should be capitalized, by the way. 
Sure. Oh, it is. It is. Good for her. Yeah. Uh, then she went on to share information on Pizzagate and was talking about how the Clintons are behind a child pedophilia ring and that Trump gets a bad rap, but he's actually working hard to stop this underground ring. Now yeah, that I believe. That's, that's the only part I believe so far. <laughs> I, I do believe he's working hard to stop it. Yeah. I, don't believe, I don't believe it's happening in any way. <laughs> no. You know, your basic right wing, there's a deep state conspiracy insanity that's, that's stoking distrust in our media. I'm fairly confident that she's getting this information from other people in her MLM, but I don't know this for certain. Other than confiding in our mutual friend, our MLM has kept these beliefs private. Some of her teammates do post QAnon propaganda on their public pages, though. What's QAnon? Yeah, what is that? You two don't know what QAnon is? Is that no. the same as Anonymous? No, sort of. QAnon is the deep state conspiracy. They're oh. the people. They're the people behind Pizzagate. So they're the people that comb the web and comb Reddit, et cetera, and say, "Oh, did you see this picture of Hillary Clinton standing in front of a piece of pizza?" That, oh, I this, see. They this got proves us. the conspiracy. I mean, and the Q stands for queer. That yes, Q, queer yeah, enough. So. Well, We're running it all, Brian. Questioning. 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 The only thing they're questioning is their identity and their sexuality. Totally. <laughs> Otherwise, they have it all figured out. She's standing in front of pizza, which means I'm gay. <laughs> QAnon is as is as bad shit as it gets. That's what it Whoa. is. It is the yeah. deepest, deepest of, and it's a very Facebook based, Reddit based craziness. Okay, got it. So these people in this multi-level marketing, which, by the way, she hasn't told us what they sell yet. Maybe I know. I hope it's Herbalife. I maybe, love. Maybe I think it's, it's Lululemon <laughs> leggings. Yeah. I think it's Beauty Counter. Maybe it's a fabulous uh, cream that we all need, and we need to know about it. Okay. Never know. Some of her teammates do post QAnon propaganda on their public pages, though. This company also puts a really large emphasis on wealth and mindfulness practices to attract wealth. Laws of attraction. As I mentioned, Mm -hmm. I live on the West Coast now, so this isn't anything new to me at this point, but there's something really alarming about the language they use that feels new age, cultish, and manipulative. They also overly emphasize intuition. By the way, (laughs) I mean, let's not... Let's not overlook the fact that she's written this uh, letter to a podcast where no one's a doctor, no one's a psychiatrist, and everybody's just going with their gut. She's exhausted exhausted all of those channels, Rona. She walked in that doctor's office, and he he entered the room with a pizza pizza, and she said, I can't trust anybody. I'm out of here. I mean, even Dr. Phil isn't a doctor, so who cares? They also overly emphasize intuition, but it seems to me that if your intuition is telling you that the Clintons are actually lizard people, it might need to be recalibrated. Excuse me. The fact is, all of these new personality traits and insane beliefs began at the same time she started at the MLM. So here's my question, 14 (laughs) paragraphs later. What do I do with this information? In a world without consequence, I would tell her that her amazing company is a scam and her mentors are scam artists who are using her and others like her to advance themselves up the pyramid. I would scream that she's an ignorant fool for, being, for believing unfounded propaganda and tell her to run, run, run away from these dangerous people. But I believe in consequence, consequences and people's feelings, so I won't say any of that. But should I say something? 
I think she has to make her own mistakes when it comes to her business. She's almost 30, and if she hasn't done research into her company outside of what they're telling her, then that's really on her. But I do wonder if I should confront her on these new topics she's researching, in quotes. The idea sounds exhausting and maybe a waste of time, but also this is an election year, and the things she's spouting are actively dangerous. Do I try to knock some sense into her or make peace with the fact that maybe that friendship has run its course and move on with my life. Thank you. Please don't use my real name. Tricks. By the way, I love that she gave enough details that she's like, don't use my name, but I've literally, if this person ever hears this, it's only them. They're not I have be thrown like, breadcrumbs all along the way in this question, and it all leads to only one person in the United <laughs> totally, States. It's totally, totally. Dear oh, Rana, Rana and Brian and Guest, thank you for handling this for me. No kidding. Yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna play this to someone when it's over. Have Trixie, have you ever had a friend who's in a cult or anything? Have you ever had to get, get knock some sense into somebody? Oh, was he well, have was you guys ever, lady? Have you guys ever been um, to one of those meetings where you don't know what kind of meeting it is until they basically bust out a presentation with a pyramid yes. on it? Okay. One time, like right out of college, I was in something like that. Oftentimes, I've been to two. I think Katya and I both each separately once went to a Cutco one. I left. She, like, the Catholic guilt had run its course, and she sat through the whole thing because she thought it would be rude to leave. So she, what like, is, sat... What is Cutco? The knives, right? Yes, they, like, try to get college okay. students to sell knives, basically, to their family door-to-door. Okay. Which, exactly. by the way, I'm not sure we should be giving people knives to go door-to-door with. <laughs> no. Also, the name, Cutco. Yeah, no. So it just came up, the Kmart of knives, anyway. Um, and then the other one was, there was this guy I went to college with, and I thought we, I thought we were going on a date... And I went to his house and I was like, it's time for, you know, hookups, you know, and I went there and did um, you say that to him like that? Oh, yeah. 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 And had he that opened the door and I, and I had, had this that jacket worked on. in the past. <laughs> oh, I've, a good 30% average. of the time, depending <laughs> on whether or not pretty, we're It's close. a pretty good average. Pretty good yeah. average. Yeah. Sometimes at a red light, I'll roll down, you know, and I, I still have this. So I'll roll yep. down and I'll go. It's time for hookups. Time for hookups. <laughs> you know. And then um, I was like, I went to his house and I, it was this jacket thrown over the shoulder, very like, hey, you know. And we sat down and he was just like, I mean, he literally had like a book, like a thing. Oh my like, God. That's great. Anyway, there's a lot of different levels that I want you to get involved in this thing that's changing lives. Like it was so earnest and so yeah. like, I was like, this isn't like a character study or a joke. You're being real. I had someone one time who I had hooked up with make a shake for me. It's like, he was like, oh, do you want a shake? And it was, it was like a protein shake. And I was like, sure, it's like 10.30 p.m. But I guess now's the time. And then afterward was like you talking about him the out. ingredients. He was like, I need to. Exactly. <laughs> I need to re- regain strength. And then afterwards it was what's in it and da-da-da-da and how I could get involved. And it was the same thing. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, my God. Is this guy hooking up with people to get them to sell? It was so crazy. Yeah. And they almost, they're not even good salesmen either. It's very like, no. oh, 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 oh. <clears throat> it's so obvious. I want to talk to you about an exciting opportunity that people are talking about. Like it's yeah. the weakest pitch. But anyway, both times I felt awkward for the person. I did not feel enchanted or besmirched or whatever. Um, or not, it's not the word, but like um, bewitched. Yeah, bewitched. And so I think that somebody has to be in kind of a vulnerable place where they're looking for a dramatic change or direction to be yes. susceptible to that. So yeah. I feel bad for her in the first place to be at a, whatever place she was in that this is like, this is a great idea. Because mm. most of those things, they st- I watched some documentaries on it. They, they start by asking you for a premium 
for you to buy all these materials. And then the only way you really make money is by getting other people to sign up. Selling product is not important. They I know, it doesn't matter at all. It's so they push crazy. recruitment, not sales. But that, these are also people that are looking for community. And so it's an interesting, it's an interesting question because as a, she's asking as a friend who presumably wants to continue this re- relationship with this person. I really don't think she does, but I think that's what the answer she's looking for. And by the way, it's the answer she's going to get. But the, the problem with the friend is the friend has fallen into a moment in her life where she was directionless and lonely and needed something. And what these, whether it's an acai blend or a smoothie or, or a knife, whatever it is. Or, Brian, I or, wish after you hooked up, that guy just gave you a knife. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's sharp, isn't Can it? Can I show you, you my like knives? Yeah. He just sent you home with a butcher knife or a nice paring knife. I, th- yeah. I think it's a compliment that he wanted to make you a shake. It really means that. It had, been, it, it, it had been a vigorous session, I suppose. Yeah, can I can I get you a shake? I thought I just did. You know, you could have pulled I, out. I could have. You're right. I could have been funnier about it. In the end, it was really, really Shakes, my fault for not being funny. Please, you got any knives back there? <laughs> Come at but, me with something hard. <laughs> but the allure of this thing for your friend is that she has found a community, and that that is obviously what she's lacking. That's all they and want. So, all of this, the QAnon and the Pizzagate and the ba ba ba, it doesn't really matter. They could be, it would, it would be nice if it was a more highly evolved and intellectual situation where people were saying, oh, come, we're going to, you've got to read this thread on Kierkegaard on Reddit or, you know, if something where, th- that never happens though, because if people are well adjusted and, and, oh, they don't want to read open minded. Yes, exactly. These people instead, don't want to, yeah. Th- this just happens to be what this spouting. And the real problem is, I mean, honestly, Brian, it's like 90 day. They're sure. lonely. Loneliness is such a, you can't understand it what a, mo- is what a motivator yeah. that is for people. Exactly. But like, are you, you watching Trixie or have you watched? I've watched like the first three seasons. Okay. So yeah. I saw the, the essentials, like the yeah. Muhammad and the woman. Sure. Danielle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've seen Fire and Rain as far as that show's concerned. But, but people I turn seen... a blind eye to literally a brick being thrown in their face. They don't care. They just don't care. Because it becomes it, uncomfortable because you start to almost question, like, if I was this person, caller number one, I would feel bad for sort of start to question, like, also the intellect of my friend. Like, Honestly, yeah. Could I really just tell you anything? Mm-hmm. But could it, you be sold it, anything? You could be sold anything if you also were going to call me tomorrow. That's really the key to it. Is like that being in a club. It's not really about the content. It's about the human connection. And so it's the same with the 90 day where you say this, well, how come this guy can be so smart about this and so dumb about that? Because I don't think any of us three can understand what a motivator that kind of isolationism and that kind of loneliness is for people. And that is why the the other thing is this girl's in her early thirties. I have news for you. This is the time in your life where people start to drop off and you start to lose relationships and you're going to lose a lot of them because people are moving in different directions in their lives and their careers, et cetera, et cetera. You can't hold on to everybody. It's hard enough to hold on to your family who you don't want to hold on to half the time. Did you notice in this letter, this woman never like talked about how great their friendship was to begin with. She doesn't seem like she's lost much. She's just, I don't know if it's a woman. Maybe that's unfair. No, no, I think it is a woman. But okay. she's just an old friend. That's all it is. 
And so if you want to be polite to her when you see her at an event at someone else's wedding, blah, blah, blah. But there's no saving this person. And also, quite frankly, it's not it's not your business and it's not your responsibility to save her. If Honestly, she's finding happiness in this nonsense, you certainly can't. She's already too far. If, they, if she's even entertaining Pizzagate and QAnon, mm-hmm. she's too far gone. There's also, you're not going to be able to say, have you considered that this is like a, a mar- multi-level marketing scheme that takes advantage of you at the lowest rung of the ladder? Because I'm sure in those meetings, the first thing they say is, this is not a multi-level marketing of, scheme. Of course, exactly. So she's going to be like, oh, thank you for being concerned, but this isn't that. Like, right. She's not you're, believe you. you're also insulting her friends when you say that to her. That is how she will take that. Yeah, those your friends don't really like the, you. Those are the people she spends time with. It's like and when people say- you're calling them liars and you're calling them cheats. You like, don't spend any time with her. You don't even live in the same city. It's like when people say, I'm a really good person, you know you have to run. Because there's just no way that person's a good. Who would oh. call? Who would call themselves that? It's so absurd. <laughs> or, um, or um, I just think it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was at a show once. The short story, but you guys are gonna love it. I was at a show once in New York, and I was playing the. I think oh, I forget where it was. Irving Plaza, and Thorgy Thor came, and she plays violin. And in part of my shows, there was a violin, but there's no, there's not enough violin parts in the show to bring a violin player, so it's tracked. So there's a part where I picked up my guitar and pretended to play it like a violin. And everyone laughs. Trixie, you're so funny. After the show, Thorgy's sitting backstage. She's like, great show. And she takes a sip of wine and it's like three, two, one. And she goes, I just think it's funny that there's a violin part you didn't ask me. I just think it's funny. I was like, that is the mark of a psychopath. Completely. That is a drag queen saying, I just let the air out of your tires, bitch. Yeah. Like, good luck getting home. I think there is, this is absolutely. I just think it's funny. I think it's funny. There's, this is a useless, there's no point in doing an intervention. First of all, I'm speaking of Dr. Phil, Rana, I remember there was an episode on Dr. Phil where a woman had given someone like a 90 day situation. Yeah. She had liquidated her IRA. She'd given someone $250,000 who said he was from Italy, but fully had a Middle Eastern accent. Sure. And Dr. Phil uncovered who this person was and against the pictures showed who the person was. He yeah. said it was a scam. And also showing, and she was just like, I just still, I mean, I'm still, I, lo- I still love him. You just don't get it. And he's like, he's telling you that he's ripping you. Like, he's saying it to you. You because can't do like, to these people. The two things are not connected. Exactly. I need, I'm lonely and I want to feel, I want to feel. To feel loved. And a part of the things that I see other people enjoying in life. And speaking of Phil, I'll say an Oprah thing. And I will say, and I don't think there's any made reason. to feel that. I don't think there's any reason to get involved until a second location happens. Until some, <laughs> if, until she's like, "Guess where I'm moving with my friends?" Then, like, yeah, someone needs to do something because yes, that it is a cult. Yes, that someone is her family. Yeah, exactly. This person just wanted to send us this letter to tell us this I story because so, so. they thought it was a fun. <laughs> just story. Wanted, that person wanted to feel included, and you yeah. know what? They didn't have to go to an MLM to get it. They have you guys. No, we're their MLM. They we DM are. my DM my friends <laughs> over the. Did you guys internet. know if you listen to this? If you listen to this podcast, you should get ten other people to listen to it, and then that's, you move up, listen, and that's, that's when the money after. starts to bank. <laughs> Exactly. It's not it's not a bad time to remind people, Trixie, that they can rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars. The algorithm. Leave a, leave, a, leave a review. It makes all the difference. And to remind everyone that our icons tea is currently available on podswag.com. Do you know what else makes all the difference? <laughs> Taking the road less traveled. It did, I it made all the difference. Are you okay. going full Eric Whitaker? 
Of course. You are. Who's Eric Whitaker? Oh, he's an American choral composer. Brian's really showing how cool he is in this moment. But that's Walt Whitman. I took the road less traveled. Well, first of all, it's not Rana. It's Robert Frost. So I guess who's on top and who's on bottom now? (laughs) You're on top. The friction. You guys are going to start writing letters to the show about each other. It's true. Dear Ron and Brian. Ron My friend Ron has become kind of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I've de- she doesn't oh, even know. <laughs> she doesn't know who Robert Frost is. I've definitely received a couple of letters that I've said to Brian. Is this you? Is this you she writing? Yeah. And I can't confirm her tonight. Okay, ready? Dear Rana, first of all, I am not included in this letter. <laughs> and neither, and neither are you, you Trixie. <laughs> well, oh, do you want us to leave, Rana? Can we stay? Is that okay? Is this a private moment? Is this why private? Don't you- why doesn't Brian swirl his iced tea? And why don't you sure. and why don't and why don't you reapply your lip gloss while we're doing okay. this? Yeah. Dear Rana, I could listen to you muse on any topic for hours, and I'll listen to Brian as long as there's hope he'll mention wigs. I found a wig in the back of um I have a the or Jordan has like a little Rana, did I tell you this? What's this? There's a bench on the base of Jordan's bed in yeah. the carriage house. Yeah. Or the bed in the carriage house. I guess it's not his bed. I found a wig. Between the bench and the bed, just on the floor. What so I didn't know if it was sort. Honestly, it looked like a little bit. It was kind of like this. It was kind of like a Dolly Parton Trixie Mattel number. It was pretty big. Well, so I didn't know. Have you was, ever seen Trixie Mattel and him in the same room? That's all I'm no. saying. Oh, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> but anyway, I thought it was interesting, Rana. Well, it doesn't surprise me. As I said, Jordan, it doesn't surprise is, me at Jordan all. is an artist. Sure. And he's always shooting a short film on this or doing right. his guerrilla, guerrilla filmmaking or whatever. Yeah. I mean, we always have, pro- we had a Wheaties box that was two feet tall in our house. For, I mean, you know, he always has a, a prop that I say, what am I going to do with this? Jordan? Sure. Yeah, a yeah, giant yeah. tennis racket that he got from somebody's bat mitzvah. It totally. was probably, you know what it was probably, when you go to a bat mitzvah, they yeah. have those photo booths. Oh, isn't that funny? Where you can put on the giant glasses, or oh, put sure. on the wig, or the boa. Oh, so he stole a wig from a photo so booth? Now it's probably <laughs> left over from a, bat, from a bat mitzvah that he went to. Oh, okay. Like okay. That. Yeah. He's yeah. probably in a wig MLM, honestly. Honestly. He wanted you to find that. He's going to well, be like... Brian's in a wig. Start MLM. selling wigs. Brian's yeah, wasn't the wig away in MLM? A low level MLM, but MLM. Go out and find the wig I sent you, and then you sell 10 more of those, but then you give me the money for it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Dear Rana, I could listen to you muse on any topic for hours, and I'll listen to Brian as long as there's hope he'll mention wigs. Well, we just did about 10 times. I am seeking your advice on the topic of my current fashion rut. I recall a time when I would collect colorful vintage pieces, pick out unique accessories, and delight in putting together an outfit for any occasion. Since I began my career and became a parent, my wardrobe, is, my wardrobe has become black, navy, and gray. My jewelry is collecting dust, and I gravitate toward the same retailers over and over again so that I can order online and have consistency with styles and sizing. But this is absolutely no fun, and my clothing no longer conveys my personality. In fact, I'm starting to worry that my personality has become more like my clothing. Predictable, no-nonsense, and always machine-washable. A few times I have given myself permission to pick out any one thing from a catalog that strikes my fantasy, but I always end up telling myself that I can't pull off a new color, a new color or I won't have anything to wear it with. Rana, Brian, and guests, how can I give myself a new fashion mindset and develop a new personal style? 
I'm in my mid-30s, in a creative career, and live in the Pacific Northwest, where the only fashion faux pas is looking too dressy. Thank you, Marta. What do you think, Trix? First of all, love that name, Marta. Love I do, it. too. Yeah. That's a great she name. She also said something in the middle, fantasy. She said... But um, I love that it was the wrong word, but it was iconic. Oh, God. It was like, was strike that. my fantasy. Oh, you're yes. right. She did. Instead of fancy. Yeah. Strike my, my fantasy, fantasy, which that's the name of the women's shop she's going to open when this is all over. <laughs> Strike my fantasy. She did say fan- so. she she did write fancy. Brian said fantasy. Oh, I said fantasy. <laughs> well, I'm giving her an idea. That strikes my fancy. So, strikes my fantasy. Well, whenever yes. someone whenever someone puts me in handcuffs and puts duct tape on my mouth, <laughs> I say, "Do you want to Oh, we're striking some we're striking a fantasy." But you just Definitely. say it to yourself because your mouth is duct tape. I'm doing so it to myself, yeah. 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 No, it's also, he's just been picked up for drunk driving. It's not sex. This is a real arrest. Just, it was a real I arrest. I just meant you had to say it telepathically because you had already you had already come. Oh, the mouth. duct tape was already on my mouth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Or is it right I, before? I said it with my eyes. Yes. That, well, that I would believe. Yeah. Bedroom, bedroom eyes, Safi. That's bedroom me. teletyping yeah. Morse code. So nothing's hotter. <laughs> nothing's hotter than just blinking. Blink, blink, blink. Can yeah, you, it's so sexy. My safe word is. Um, I will now, say this. I'm going to say something controversial yet brave. I think that in life we dress for the job we want, and that includes like we dress for the life we want. We dress. We kind of like use clothes to put ourselves in the mode for what person we're going to be. For example, let's say we're on quarantine and you still have work to do around your house. I think it helps to wake up and shower and put some clothes and makeup on because it makes you feel like you are doing something. I know what you mean. I shave most mornings now, which I didn't even do pre-quarantine, just so I feel like I'm on top of my life. Yeah. It seems like she started doing the gray, brown, black thing, maybe because she wanted to feel more grown up. Depends how old she is. Mm -hmm. Because there is sort of that age where you go like, okay, I do have to switch gears on the whole like t-shirt sweatpants thing, you know, you start to look like someone's displaced aunt and not like, not like, not like comfortable and chic. Um, So I think maybe they just went too far because now they seem like, Oh no, am I boring? Did I leave like what in my journey did I leave the little quirks I liked about my fashion sense behind too many turtlenecks. I think it's also, you not only dress for the job that you want, you dress for the job that you have in the moment. And this woman is, a parent and a professional. And so probably there was, she went through a stage in her life where she had a baby. She first, she was pregnant. Then she had a baby. Then she probably had to lose that weight a little, you know, so you start moving into comfort clothes a little bit. And these darker colors conceal a lot, a multitude of sins. And so you, then you start thinking, well, I'll just keep buying that stuff because I'm busy and I know it'll fit and blah, blah, blah. But I, I actually think the fact that she wrote this letter is the beginning of the first step anyway, is that she's acknowledging, I'm tired of this. I don't like the way I don't, it doesn't make me feel good. I want to put something on that makes me feel fabulous. And I think with quarantine, we can all, exactly what you're saying, we can all relate to that, which is why bother getting dressed? And the answer is because it affects how you feel. And you know, I it's never really hundred percent that. We I never really up. thought of that. Like I, I thought, I think it was so smart. I've never really heard it phrased like that. That um, that she was worried that her personality was becoming more like her clothing. I, that, yeah. That's really. I don't know. I guess you're right. I never really think about the fact that your clothes can affect the way you feel. 
Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, especially since, I mean, working in the makeup industry and then having my own company, it's like, you don't work in the beauty industry. You work in the self-esteem industry. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and what you put on your face changes the way you think other people see you. And it makes it possible for you to behave a certain way. You know, like being well lit with your hair done on a Zoom interview makes you feel like I can ask for a raise or whatever, or be demanding because I'm a boss bitch. You know? Oh, totally. Even on Zoom meetings and stuff, I will, like, I wasn't before, and it's so stupid, but I'm just, like, wearing shoes I like for these, and it just makes me feel more, like, snapped into place. I literally do my live streams in drag in heels, and no one can see me from the shoulders down. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, people keep asking me, Ron, how are you keeping it together? And the answer is, it's important to me to keep it together. Yeah. That's, this is who I am. But... The, the problem for her a little bit is that there's this dua- duality of who there's only so much time in the day. And my guess is she gives a lot of herself to other people. And so she doesn't exactly, it's not just her. She has a family that she's, that she's taking care of, et cetera, et cetera. But to me, now she's acknowledged she wants to move out of that. She's acknowledged that her life has become sweatpants, even if it's high-end sweatpants. And I think... A couple of things here. One thing she could do is she could start exploring more high-end or better cut options of what she needs so that she's transitioning into this so that you feel chic instead of feeling just dressed, so to speak. Totally. I mean, neutral colors are, you can feel really good in neutral colors. I mean, I'm not just saying this, but I think, I mean, makeup is a great way to pretty much change anything. Absolutely. I mean, that's you, but, but what you said is so important that the face that you present to the world, you can you, anyone can decide what that is. I mean, that is the beauty of makeup and hair and especially for a woman. I mean, it's wonderful that men are wearing more makeup now, but that's not really not, that is not available as an option to all men. I always say all a man has is his haircut. I mean, for the most part, yeah. that and, is yeah, a, beards. a man has a haircut, he has his grooming, and he has his clothes. And we're talking about men that are very down the middle. But yeah. women, really, it's all available to you. You can dye your hair, you can wear makeup, you can, you can fantasize and express who you want to be. And my guess is she doesn't want to be that different from who she is, but she just wants to indulge and feel a little bit more fabulous. And I think, Brian, you mentioned shoes, I think actually sneakers are a great place to start too. Like you a start chic bring, pair of sneakers? Bringing in fun footwear to whatever whatever it is that you're wearing if you're in sort of a, you know, on a neutral palette. If you start bringing in a fun sneaker, a fabulous bag, a fabulous sunglass, maybe some terrific personal pieces of jewelry, things that you just look down at and you think, that makes me feel good to wear. I mean, do I need to wear a Cartier Panther ring every day? No, but I, I looked, <laughs> but I, but I looked down in it and I think fabulous, yep. still rich. And it, remi- <laughs> and it still reminds, rich. and it reminds me that I'm fierce. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I, f- I feel connected to this creature and I think that's right. You and me, don't worry. We've got this. And so I think there were little things. I mean, to a great degree, what you do, Trixie is the most extreme version of this. And oh, it yeah. is, and I mean, we're, jo- we're joking, but I watched a documentary last night and it is funny to me to see when you're being, when you're not dressed, you pay, you're very neutral and comfortable. You're, you're still chic though. 
You close a fa- you close a chic, but they're very comfortable and sporty. And it's clear I mean, that I'm from the Midwest. Yes, but with a with an edge. I mean, you're doing a reinterpretation of you're a car more hat. Madison than Milwaukee. You car hat. Ooh. Is you that can't. a thing? Is that right? No. <laughs> Madison's like a college town, so it's okay. a little bluer and younger. Okay. So, yeah, I guess, yeah. All right. But you're not just Carhartt, you're Carhartt Whip. You know, yeah. the, it's that, that What's sort a Carhartt? Oh, you really? know what, come on, Brian, you know what Carhartt is. It's like um, that, what would you call that, Rana? Like, sort of a khaki, but like, it's like a, a dad jacket. Oh, it's okay. It's a, a working class jacket, but then they do, yeah. you know. Like Knights of the Round Table or whatever? No. Chainmail, yes, <laughs> it's chainmail. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a brown canvas jacket with a corduroy collar. Oh, that oh every, yes, of every course. guy in the exactly world wears. And then they've and, done. By the way, you never seemed more rich. But then there's a working class jacket. <laughs> but Brooks then Brothers? They, okay. They have, well, that's a gold button blazer. But they sure. have a new line, which is WIP Work in Progress. And so that's how they, you know, all those chefs and tattoo artists and blah, blah, blah. And they reinterpret it for them. Oh, but sure. Trixie likes to wear, you know, it's a flannel shirt, but is it? It's a, you know, it's a jean I do like jean- to be a little like, if we're going to wear flannel, do the top button and put on a little yeah. necklace. Yeah, or you're aware of the cut. But yeah. Do you feel just as good in your reg in your in your sort of civvies as you do in your drag? Oh my god, of course not. I always tell people if I wasn't dressed up, I I mean like it's the same material, same show every night. But if I wasn't dressed up, I couldn't go out there and do any of it. I yeah. couldn't remember it. I couldn't land any of it. I couldn't even probably if I didn't have my hair and makeup on, I probably couldn't even walk in heels because it even changes the way you carry your weight. Yeah. So there you go. And it's so inherent you never developed it because the look supplies it. Yeah. And I mean, I think especially for this woman who's a parent, which obviously has its own challenges. I'm sure when she became a parent, she probably had to make the choice. I think probably all moms go like, all right, I have to consciously, am I going to be a cool mom or not a cool mom? You know what I mean? Like, are they going to be a glamorous mom who still like puts a lot of time into getting ready? And there's a lot of value in, in like spending time making sure you look right. She yes. could be a gallery owner mom. She could still wear the neutrals and just have a couple hang of Hang the pieces. baby on the wall? For sure. Exactly. But and then fabulous. bleach all her old clothes and hang those on the wall. Yes, say, but a fabulous a chunky this. Exactly. Or, a, or a, you know, a fun glass is that, or whatever it is. But also, I think part of what she's expressing is that she doesn't feel sexy or fabulous in these clothes that she's wearing. So I think cut is important. Stop paying attention to She just needs to pull back on this. I mean, you need to pick your battles. Like, if you want to wear sweatpants to the grocery store, don't expect to feel that glamorous in it. Well, unless it's a a neatly low tan drop crotch sweat. I mean, you know, there were ways to do... Or aware of uh, a juicy couture um, velour... Okay. Like, uh, in like an apple green. Yes, Ugh. with like a Christina Aguilera side beanie. Yeah. Okay. So cute. All so, right. so cute. All right, you two. Get out of your time machine from 1997 <laughs> and let's uh, really t- more like 2003. And I let's, see, let's move on to the next question. I, also, I, I this th- woman wears more makeup. That will help. Makeup will help. I agree. I and I think she should start agree. with Marie Antoinette look and then scale down from there to see like which <laughs> version. You know what I mean? Go hard at the beginning and do yeah. the whole white. You are, you know, but you are who you present to the world. Marie Antoinette. Yeah. Like yeah. maybe Grace just Jones. concealer, but so much of it. But just concealer on your lips. Do you know what I mean? Or brows. Just cover your brows. Just cover your brows. 
just cover your brow. Just cover your brows. But you know what? My actually, do you do a lip stain trick? Scream at your children. What? Does does Trixie do a lip stain? Um, for shows, I like the liquids, the one that dries to like a shellac in your yeah. face. Yeah. But I mean, in your in your make cosmetics line, do you have anything like that? No, we don't. We want to. There's a line called Oleo and Esso, I believe it is, and it's sort of a balm stick, and it's a tinted balm. You can put it on your cheeks. You can put it on your lips. I, I love I, products like that. And I think even something like that, just a little pop of color on your lip will change your mood for the rest of the day. And your another, whole mood. And another thing, I'm not a perfume person, but scent is very important to people. Oh, completely. Sure. You put it just a little, just a little, you know, Poison. Liz Taylor, Obsession. Black Diamonds or, yeah, or Boucher, Boucheron, you know, whatever it is. Curious. But even just the smell of something, I have a scrub that I use, a uh, which everyone's heard me talk about. Cow shed peppermint. The, the cow shed spearmint, uh, spearmint. body no. scrub. And even when I just put a, use a little bit of that in the morning, because I don't wear perfume, but if I put that on, that scent sort of carries me through the day. I know for 10 good. minutes before bed. And then this brownie. I'm not kidding. And he's keening. <laughs> okay, we have to, we now Trixie, we're losing you at 11:30, aren't we? We are. Oh, we okay. have one more question then. Sorry yeah. about that. So let's just do this last question real fast. You want to read it, Rana? I think you should read it. <laughs> Hello, Queens. Wow. Please don't use my name. <laughs> so I find myself in the quarantine with a serious quandary. I'm currently residing at my best friend's house, and the longer we're isolated together, the more I'm contemplating minimizing the social distance between us and moving from the friend zone to more than that. We're best friends, have known each other for 15 plus years, and have sometimes been known to be more than friends, but this usually occurs in the early hours of the morning after more than a few drinks. He's uber successful and likes to be in, and likes to be in the right, be the one to suggest an idea, and generally just thinks he's the bee's knees. Really selling him. How do I tell him that I'm developing? His name is Jordan and my name is Brian. That's right. (laughs) Exactly. In my dreams. How do I tell him that I'm developing? Very fresh. Very fresh, both of you. How do I tell him I'm developing serious feelings for him while also making him think that it was his idea that we get together? At the same time, I would like to avoid getting myself evicted from his humble abode. Do you want to trick him? I think he could be the one, but is right now the right time to tell him I'm the right guy for him? Forever yours, a confused homo in the Hamptons. P.S. The house is all shades of vanilla, Rana. You'll have to come for a, a visit. Brian, you don't necessarily have to join. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I'm God. stung. I'm stung. Have you ever uh, been uninvited from somebody who's asking for your help? Okay. Only with Rana's friends. Only I with bo- Rana's friends. <laughs> But, by the way, I all I can imagine is this guy in an apron and a feather duster and nothing else, wondering if anyone's walk, walking around cleaning the house, wondering if anyone's noticing him. This person, um, I love that they're like, they want you to trick the trickery. They want to be like, have sex with me. And the person's like, you want me to have sex with you? And they're like, what? And then they want it to have been the guy's idea all the, the like, they want them to think that you came up with this idea. Yeah, well, what don't we all? That's kind of fun. When you like so, when you like somebody more than they like you, and you already know that that, that that's the case, isn't the dream that that person turns around and says, speaking of Danielle Steele, turns around and says it was you this whole time. You just didn't know that I. So that you then are absolved of all insecurity about the Here's fact what that you do. that you're crazy about the other person. You wake up. You do a Gone Girl, except in reverse. Okay. What you do is 
you wake up and you come down to breakfast and you you say, ow, sorry, when you sit down. You say, ow, sorry. And then he says, oh, are you okay? And say, I, I guess I'm okay. But it's just like, you were really intense last night with like what you were saying and what you did. And then reveal that there's a handprint on your butt from being slapped. And say, that's your hand. And say, it was really rough last night, but when you told me you loved me, I thought, okay, let's do this. So I guess I love you too. Yeah. And then you eat pineapple. And then you go down on them and then it tastes good. And then he takes your hand and matches it up to your own handprint and goes, you fucking liar. <laughs> That's true. It's a weird yeah. angle to slap you somebody from. You have to have the same size hand for this to work. That's true. That's true. Or drug him while he's, and while he's out, take his hand and slap yourself with it. Trixie, ha- have you ever liked somebody more than they liked you and gotten them to like you? No. No, it, do, it doesn't really start out happen. you liking them more and then they catch up to it. That doesn't no. happen. No. It's um, tricky. I've had them not like me much and then tried, overcompensated to the point of like looking back. I'm like, what is wrong with you? There was this guy. We did it and then we, we broke up and um, I'm just going to say it. I lived in the Provincetown for the summer and I spent the summer writing him a handwritten, handwritten letter every single day for four months. Which is 120 letters, and I'm looking back like, why? What? This person doesn't want to be with you, you psycho. What is this like lake house fantasy you were living? In? Right. And I didn't even live with this person. But did you really want to be with him, or did you just want to live the fantasy of writing the letters and getting on your I little on your little bike with the basket and putting the letters in your basket? <laughs> I literally, I was in a Cape Cod town, biking oh, my, going to buy stamps and milk. Yeah. And then putting, and then like, like taking fresh the letter and being like. Muffins. Like sticking in the slot and being like, well, you know, like I have a neighbor mailbox. Yeah. Like a Nicholas Sparks novel. I have a neighbor in Martha's Vineyard who's been in love with me for years. This guy's a piece of work. And every summer, at least once a week, if not every day, this guy brings me fresh blueberry muffins that his housekeeper makes. And he thinks he tells me he makes them. I know his housekeeper makes them because every his housekeeper's friends with my housekeeper. And Every day he leaves a basket of blueberry muffins with a fresh linen handkerchief over them. I mean, they're still warm when they arrive. That is a, a sec- that's very sexy for a man to do that. If I ever accepted his invitation for dinner, which always there's a handwritten note, of course. If I ever accepted his invitation for dinner, that would be the end of the muffins. Do you eat the muffins? He, the muffins are delicious. Well, I, as soon as I found out he didn't make them, I started eating them. I mean, he's not, you know, he used to be a professor at Harvard, so he's a little unkempt. I and see. So, so I really didn't love the idea that his hands were making those muffins. But then sure. when, I found out, when I found out that it was Louisa, I said, that's All fine. bets are off. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, the deli- and they're delicious. And I think it's, I think it's either the Jordan Masha Ina Gatton's recipe. But the point is... He's engaged in the fantasy. If I accepted his t- invitation to dinner, he'd have a heart attack. He's loving the fantasy. It's too, uh, yeah, you don't want to ruin this for him by um, loving If you don't want to get right, kicked. By, by acknowledging you, a wonderful gift he sends you all the time. Honestly. It's good of you, Rana. You're a hero, really. Let's face it, a Harvard professor is a step down for everybody. <laughs> who bakes, or if doesn't bake, has a housekeeper who bakes. He was an economics professor. But <laughs> this deal breaker. You should start right, Rana. Do you want to get kicked out of quarantine or not? 
You don't. You don't. That is your only concern. Are you enjoying this quarantine? Are you enjoying your friend's company? Are you keeping the tequila flowing at about 630? That's all you can do. Yes, and also it's that thing in movies where they're like, you just said you love me because we're about to die, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, do you love me, or is it because we're the like we're in a we're the last two people on earth? Yeah. yeah. No. What this, this? Are you kidding? What this guy loves is he can see what his life would be. He's living in a gorgeous house in the Hampton with his rich friend. He has nowhere else to go. That's why he's with his friend. And he's saying, "Why don't we just make this official, and I'll be your wife?" When the quarantine's cool. ending, Keep that's when cook- you say to him, "You know, I could stay, and we could potentially start something here." I hope you're making fried chicken every night. I hope are they you. Up? I mean. Only it says they have a few times in, the, in like very late at night. Also, this guy does not sound very nice, by the way. Why not? Which he sounds guy? like every other guy who lives in the Hamptons. Wait, the guy that wrote the letter or the guy that lives there? Excuse me, the guy who lives there. Well, what's wrong with that? How do we know what's wrong with him? Well, th- he said he thinks he's the bee's knees. He's never wrong about anything. He always has to have the last word. I mean, I guess that's and, sort of sexy and like a. And this guy finds it attractive. Which is the beast <laughs> Oh my God. Well, he was such an asshole and they like couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. He's in a, a confident, successful guy. I mean, in any event, look, it's either going to become something or it isn't. But until I then, want it to become I would, something. I, would I do coo- too. Yeah. Cook your, cook your hat out is all I could say to you. Cook your heart yeah, out. Rona, you're right. Wear sort of make sure, cook your hat out. Make sure you high Make cut. sure you're doing the Peloton. Low cut and high cut. Like a high cut short. <laughs> A bra. <laughs> Just cook, a bra. Cook your hat out, but don't eat the food. That's exactly. actually my, that's my end, actual leave, advice. Leave him a note that says, if you want me to stay, French me. If you want me to go, kiss me on the cheek. Yeah. Also, give him space. Don't like put the yes. heat on hot. Literally go for jogs. Make sure that he's excited to see you and not like, girl, are you still here? You know? Yeah. Literally download the rules and just start playing by those. That is excellent advice. I think too many people when they're in early relationships or when they're in relationships and people have that spark of wanting to see each other. The most important, I always tell people that's when you go on a trip with a guy for the first time or whatever, or a girl, that you go out, first thing in the morning, you go out to get the coffee. You just leave the room. You have to leave the room so that each person has a little space to take a shower or answer their email or whatever. And then when you come back with coffee, they're so excited to see you. But you don't need to be on top of each other. No. no. I mean, it, just, it's a, it doesn't matter be how much you like somebody. a mysterious creature. Don't it's a, spend To me, it's kind of a sign together. of emotional immaturity when people are zero to 60 with like, but we have to be together. Yeah. In the same room. I agree. But Create some mystery. Are, but you have plenty of time to be old, together all the time. These guys have been friends for 15 years. He's just hoping that this guy's going to see him in a way, in a different light. We'll start That's to have really, a secret that he doesn't know, even if it's made up in your head and just become a little bit more mysterious. Start writing him a letter every day and mailing it. Every, and mailing it from your own place from back to the place. To your house. Or save the, save the postage. Dress up like a post office person. Knock on the door. I'm here. Hi. I'm here you for know, this. Yeah. All right, All Trixie, right. we know you have to run. You're the sweetest for helping us answer these questions. Uh, Moving Parts is available on Netflix now, and right? It's, and it's fabulous. And follow, yes, it is. Follow Trixie My, my vinyl for Barbara is on pre-order. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. And that's a full and album that you did? Full album. And look, the vinyl. Oh, oh. The vinyl is a bright yellow. Couldn't you just die? Oh, it's gorgeous. That's fabulous. Like a lemon. I don't have a a record player, but (laughs) I guess I have this. And then um, you can catch me every week on uh, Trixie and Katya Save the World or my Netflix show, Queens Who Like to Watch. Oh, fabulous. 
And then I have to uh, I have two start two live streams a week. I play uh, today. I have to get in drag, and I play on YouTube. I play covers every Friday. Oh, fabulous! Fab- and what time of that is that at? Six p.m. every week. Six we do PM. a lot of throwbacks. Like last week, we did closing time. <gasps> closing by Supersonic. Yes, I think tonight we're doing all the small things by Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, great! And it's <laughs> six p.m. P- uh, Pacific. Is that where you are? Yeah. Can I make standard. a request? For a future yeah, cover, that because uh, Blink One Eighty Two reminded me of this. Do you remember that '90s song that's like, "I'm not sick, but I'm not well." Of course, I'm banana, banana, it's, it's green, Green Day. I don't think it is. Is it? It is not. Okay, Rana, I don't know. I just what get you disconnected. <laughs> I said it's Green Day. Click, click. I said good day, sir. Bye, Trixie. Thanks for everything. Thank you so Bye. much. Pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. Keep doing the thing. You too. Rana, what do you think of my of Trixie? I think Brian. I mean, you have pu- you pulled in the A of the A list. First of all, I did my best. I don't. I'm not connected like you are. I and I even live in Hollywood. Well, not now, but I do. And it's I don't know the people you know. It's a different world. You're connected to a different world. Right. But from your world, this. I mean, that was the top. I mean, she's what a fabulous creature. Truly. First of all, and what funny answers. And the fact that she took the time, I mean, fabulous. Absolutely loved Trixie, and I loved watching her documentary, and I, I, I definitely recommend it to people. Good. Because, I still haven't seen it. I have to see it. Yeah. I mean, you know I wasn't going to turn that on first in my queue. No. And it's terrific, and it's heartfelt, and it's a really interesting window into that life, which is a hard one. It's a lot of schlepping. See, that's the thing is I would love to see Ronna Glickman's documentary – but I don't know if there'd be any conflict. Well, no, there would be. If something wasn't cleaned, if something wasn't done right, there would be. The documentary of you and I? Sure. When we go on tour for the, when the quarantine ends? That Actually, if I am in the documentary with you, there You're would in- be conflict. <laughs> and what would the conflict be? Well, I yeah. just, you know, I'm a little clumsy or like, I, you know, stuff like that. I'm waiting in the lobby and Brian's right. not here yet. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm exposed because all the fans are coming up to me in the lobby now it, because ex- because Brian's, and then Brian's going to swan down with his iced coffee when yep. he didn't ask me if I wanted an iced coffee and he's going to swan right into the van and then we'll get in there and he'll do his swirl yep. and I'll say, oh, you got coffee. I brought you a, oh, did you want one? Yeah, exactly. That sort of thing. Yeah. You'll get a text from Yadvina being like, just so you know, we're out of Comet or whatever product she uses. Yes, I've done a deep clean on the carriage house three times now, and I still can't get it clean, Mrs. Clickman. Please don't fire me. Yeah, yeah no. Well, I you know, that new- carriage house is, is bigger than you think. And frankly, Rana, I have to tell you, from when she comes to the next time she comes, it looks like a completely, I mean, I don't know if you, there's a bunch of, you know, I don't know if you might be infested with something because it's always kind of a big a bit of a mess in between her when she. When I mean, she... I'm infested with one very specific thing, Brian. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I have a very specific infestation in the carriage house right well, now. Well, we can put off worrying about that for a couple months, probably. And it's not bothering me. People are talking about how they want us to start our beehives now because we mentioned on Patreon that we were thinking about beekeeping. Ronna, my only worry, I'm fine doing it, but my only worry is A, will it attract the murder hornets? And B, am I going to be the neighbor in Honeyland and you're going to be her? 
Well, are you going to steal all the honey when we should leave half? No, of the bees? I just meant that I could see myself being stung all over my body like that little girl with the swollen. Oh, eye. I see. I thought you meant you were the crazy neighbor living in the. I mean, you sort of already are the neighbor. I already you're, am the neighbor. You are sort of the gypsies that are living next door. I am those people, and also, <laughs> and also, I don't have the patience for beekeeping. So I think I would not do well the way they did. You know, Our honey would be delicious though. A marblehead honey. Okay, let's get to our cliffhanger. Now, as people know, we read a cliffhanger here, and then we answer it on Patreon. Yes, we do. Yeah. Okay. Now, Rana, you read, our, you read the cliffhanger. Dear Rana Brian and fabulous curated guest, who was Trixie, but he had to go. True. I'm in a bit of a pickle and desperate for sage advice. My tale might sound like the start of a man-on-man romp, but (laughs) but unfortunately, it is all true. Recently, I was honored to be the minister for one of my dear friends. Standing at the altar with her and new new husband, I was happy to be a part of what I hoped would be a long and healthy marriage. That night, the bridal party and groomsmen went out on the town with the happy couple. I've I've known the bride and her now husband for many years as a... As a gay man, I've never gotten a vibe from him. Oh, God. Imagine my surprise when I found his hand massaging my epithet. Oh, my God. I was shocked into silence. This is on their wedding night, by the way. I hoped they had an arrangement I didn't know about. Uh. However... As the night went on, the groom kept cornering me to discuss the grocery list of things he wanted me to do to him. It became apparent that my friend was in the dock. For the sake of your audience, I won't scandalize. However, a lot of these are advanced techniques. If Brian needs context, please write back. I hope you do, by the way. So that of we have course that. I for do. The pa- for the Patreon, you got to write yes, back. Yes, you have to write back and give us context. Because I'm not the devil made flesh. I did not reciprocate. However, I still received text messages from the groom wanting to talk, always assuring me that my friend is asleep. Help. Should I ignore him for the rest of time or make a plan to expose this philandering charlatan for who he is? There is a financial inequality with this marriage, and it would change my friend's life if they got divorced. Also, quarantine question mark, signed, molested minister. Rana, this is a scandalous episode. Well, that's a cliffhanger, if ever I heard one. I, I am actually stunned. Well, you better write back to him immediately. And find I out will. What the de- I want all the. the are you kidding? I want all the details. We got to uh, finish this VC Andrews ni- novel. And maybe he knows a few advanced techniques that you don't. So, he, okay, I was. I already wanted to start digging into this question, but of course we can't. You have to go to Patreon.com/slash/AskRana. Five dollars gets you into the carriage house, which is no Correct. small thing. No nope. small thing. We're nope. all family there. $10 gets you sauna privileges, which means you get a video of us, exclusive video of us every week of the Patreon episode that we're discussing. And honestly, if you just want to see my face go absolutely wild during this question again, that's the ticket. Yeah. So that's $10 every month. $2 goes to a charity. Fabulous. This year, this month, it's World Central Kitchen. Yes. All Which, right, by the I way, think- Rana, our, our listeners have vetted that over and over again. It's like an A plus, A plus charity, not that you do anything else. You know, you say things like that. Oh, no. And it sounds like it's a compliment. It starts as a compliment. 
And then it turns out it's a little bit of a dig because what it's, <laughs> what you're saying is you're not accepting the quality of what I'm doing. You're just Are saying, you out of your mind? You're saying, it turns out, Rana, did you know that this was a good thing? Oh, Rana, have you heard about this lotion? Did you know that it was good? We didn't do our giveaway with Trixie. Oh my God, we didn't. Are, is the, are we deciding then? Oh dear. Oh, I guess we are. All right. Listen to that language, Brian. Okay. Sorry. We didn't do our, we didn't do our giveaway with Trixie. I guess we'll just have to decide for ourselves. Oh my God. All right. Here we go. Is it going to be the lady whose friend might be in this cultish- Multi-level marketing scheme. Multi-level marketing. MLM. Is it the woman who needs better or who craves better fashion uh, for herself and her life? Yeah. Or- is Hamptons it, homo. Is it the Hamptons homo in love with his friend? <laughs> and this week's giveaway, which we mentioned on uh, Instagram Live, but this week's giveaway is a Lanza skincare starter kit, insensitive. Insensitive, uh, so, key. That's key. Yeah, that is key. So what do you think? Did you buy the starter kit or did you buy the all the pro- the one large of each of the products? I did that. I did that. Okay. Okay. But I'm going to try I'm it, and if, if next time I'll know if I should get this, go to the sensitive instead of the regular. Okay. Well, I pretty much only believe. I think that in the sensitive. But the other one works as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's me. I almost get it right. And then at the last second. No, I... for, no well, who knows? For men's skin, it may be a little bit different. Yeah, men's skin's a little thicker. Maybe good to have the normal instead of the sensitive. The sensitive. Uh in any event, who's getting this giveaway, Brian? All right. For, I think, uh, I don't know. I think it should go to the fashion person who wants to feel a little bit better about herself. Yeah. And le- I mean, we could also give it to the homo in the Hamptons who maybe wants a little extra glow, but... I, I know it's tricky. It's definitely between those two. Who Hamptons, do you think? I could go either way. Well, Hamptons homo really is looking for that extra thing to take him over the edge to hopefully catch his friend's eye. But my guess would be he's already doing every trick he's in the book. That's true. And, and maybe with this skincare thing, as Trixie was saying, makeup is a great way to make yourself feel better. That's but true. But maybe it starts from the foundation, meaning from the studs up. So if we start with a new skincare routine, we get our skin in better shape, we feel better about putting on the makeup, we feel better about the next step, take it in increments. Sure. What can I do next to improve my improve my overall feeling about my appearance? I love the name. I love studs up is the name of a gay bar. Just so everyone knows. You're opening that, and you're opening uh, fantasy. What was it? Uh, Uh, Tickles tickle my fantasy. Tickle my fantasy. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I guess we're giving it to Mata. Let's give it to Marta. Okay, Mata, it is. Um, All right. Well, we've done our cliffhanger. We've done our giveaway. Yes. What else? And by the way, can I just say? Can and you're going to take this how you're going to take it, Rana. People need to understand this giveaway is not nothing. It is, no. this is like the premier skincare regimen that I think I know of. It's literally changed people's, I mean, we had that other person who, who wrote in though, the district attorney or the, the public defender who. I use this personally. Yeah. People all over Hollywood use this. Some of them talk about it. Some of them don't talk about it. We're not getting paid by Lancer or I should insert. We we have absolutely no arrangement with them. This is a big deal. Other than we believe in the product. And it's not cheap. And the the other thing I will say is it comes with a little bit of a face oil. They give you the three-step method and then there's a little face oil. Be very sparing with the face oil. Unless you have very dry skin. 
because it it can be a bit much. But when you very get sparing. when that's all out, could you use Wesson? In a pinch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Until next time. I love you, Rana. I adore you, Brian. <laughs> kiss, kiss. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.